would turn in your Bibles, I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 4, and uh, a very familiar verse uh, to many of us. It says in verse 13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Uh, the verse uh, that we've read, I think it's just really familiar to all of us. Many of us just know it, we say it, um, but boy, when the time comes to apply it, that's when it becomes tough. Uh, you know, and depending on our circumstances is how we choose to either use it or not use it. And so when you're in need of anything, consider in your heart, where do you turn to in your time of need? And so even in this song that we just sang, uh, one of the things about it is, is, uh, is there trouble anywhere? You know, turn to God in prayer. And we don't think about that, but that really strengthens us. And I believe one of the basic tenets or the basic principles of Christian life is that of prayer and turning to God. Part of being strengthened by God is turning to Him uh, in our time of need. And you know, if you're in a crisis or a need, the Bible shares with us there's a place of confidence that we can go and a place of strength that we can go. And He tells us just in this very short passage, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I believe spiritually uh, we miss out because we don't really think about this in a spiritual manner. We think about maybe accomplishing a task or accomplishing a particular goal or accomplishing something uh, outside of the realm of something spiritual. Uh, but here's the thing, I can witness by the strength of God. Would you agree with that tonight? I can give according to uh, the strength of God. I can have confidence in, being, in my giving. I can have confidence in my marriage. I can have confidence in my relationships. I can have confidence in my uh, relationship with God. And God is the one that gives me the strength to have that confidence. And so what I'm sharing with you tonight is where you place your confidence is important. So when you think about it, how often do things arise in our lives as Christians and we try to handle it in our own power? We don't go to God. We don't ask the Lord. We don't seek out His wisdom. We don't try to ask the Lord, how would you want me to handle this, God? What would you want me to do? Uh, and, you know, we, we sometimes just, uh, if we have a financial problem or something comes up, boom, we pop out the credit card. We don't say, Lord, what would you have me to do? We just say, okay, let me get my credit card out and lay it down and get it taken care of. Amen? Isn't that what we do? And we just immediately, we never think, should I pray about this before I do it? And, uh, you know, and so, you know, we live in a very affluent society uh, in the world today, and so we don't really think about those things. We don't really think to ask God for some of those things. Uh, when you are planning on getting married, or you're planning on dating somebody, or you're planning on courting a young lady, or you're planning on dating a young man, or doing whatever, do you really ask God? about it. You know, I can do all things through Christ with strength in me. That means you can break up with somebody too, if they're not the right person. Amen? That means that you want to do what's right. Uh, you can also ask God to give you wisdom to be able to be with the right person. Would you agree? And he'll give you the strength to endure in hard times, uh, you know, because I want to have that one uh, special person in my life, but, but God can help me at this time. And he can carry me through. So how often do things arise in our lives as Christians and we try to handle them in our own power? Situations arise between us and another individual and immediately we start to cycle through our mind what we're going to do about it, how we're going to take care of it, what we're going to make happen, and have you consulted with the Lord. Lord, how would you like for me to handle this? What is it that you would like for me to do? Now, here's what I want you to think about. Are you going to the Lord with confidence and asking for his strength in your times of need, whatever that need might be. 
And so I want to challenge you in your thinking tonight about this particular verse. And so the hand of the Lord is there to provide for our every need. But I think there's a couple of requirements here. Our confidence. Where does our confidence lie? I can do all things through Christ. Where does our confidence lie? Is it really in Christ or is it in ourselves? And so I want to challenge you uh, in your thoughts with this. So our confidence is where I want to start. And the Word of God um, actually warns us uh, about trusting in ourselves and our own abilities apart from the Lord. Now, here's the thing about us. We get into a mode where we have an ability or a capability of doing something, and we never really think about praying anymore and asking God for wisdom or help or clarity of thought or anything like that. We just go about our day. But the, the Word of the Lord warns us about just trusting in ourselves and our own abilities. Now, confidence is something that every man and every woman and every child needs but where that confidence comes from uh, is what I would call the key. Where is it coming from? And so if it's self-confidence, we've got to be very careful about self-confidence. Self-confidence can get you in trouble faster than anything. Uh, I, and you get to that place where it's all about what I have the ability to do or what I'm capable of. How many of you have known people watch them fall hard based on just, I'm self-confident, I can do this, right? And so they fall at times. Let me give you a couple of thoughts here as we think about this. In your hand out there, uh, God warns us about trusting in ourselves. Where confidence comes from is the key. Psalm 118, 8 and 9. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Now I want you to think about this for just a minute. What are we? We're man, aren't we? There's women, there's men, but God's using this. It's, it's neutral. It's a uh, the gender is neutral here. It's not talking about male and female in that uh, sense. It's talking about mankind in that sense. But it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. When I put confidence in self, what am I doing? I'm putting confidence in my manhood, what I'm capable of, what I know I can do. And so I get that way. Listen to this now. Here's what I want to share with you. I'm grateful that we got a president that stands up for a lot of things, but sometimes he tweets too much. Amen. He just does. Just stop it. <laughs> You're doing fine. <laughs> Don't tweet. But here's the thing. Listen to this. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Right? And we can't put our confidence in Washington, D.C. We know that, right? And so it's not in a person, but it is in the person of Christ, if you will. So what I'm challenging you with, if you place your confidence in the Lord to save your soul then in times of need, why would I not place my confidence in Christ at that time? So whatever it is, uh, you know, the last thing any of us want is to uh, have a doctor's appointment and go in there and get news from the doctor we don't want to hear. Would you agree with that? You don't want to walk through that door. You're not feeling well one day, and you go in, and they announce to you that you have heart disease, or you have cancer, or you have some maybe terminal illness. How many of you just want to walk through the door and hear that. You wouldn't want to do that, would you? But if it happened to you, where would you place your confidence? Is it in Christ or is it in just what the doctors can do? You see, we have to continue to have confidence in Christ. If our country gets attacked and all stuff goes away, and we have possessions, would you agree? <laughs> we have houses, we have cars, we have clothes. What if they go away? What if they take your Bible away? Where is your confidence? And so I challenge you in this thought. 
If you place your confidence in the Lord to save your soul in your times of need, why would you not place your confidence in Christ every other time? Listen to what he says, John 15, 5, very familiar verse to all of us. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do what? Nothing. You can't win a soul without Christ. Would you agree with that? You cannot win people to Christ without him. You must be able to walk with Christ to be able to win someone to Christ. And so you have to walk with God. You cannot do it. Uh, there's nothing that you're capable of. You say, well, I do a lot of things. I never pray about nothing and, and all that kind of stuff. But it comes to naught sometimes because a lot of things that we do accomplish, it's all going to become fervent heat one day. Would you agree with that? It's going to burn up one day. But the things I do for Christ are what carries great value. Now, in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and he saith unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. Who's he talking to? Brother Paul, right? So he's talking to Paul. I don't think I've gotten there yet, Jim. I'll get to it in just a minute. Amen? So I should be just uh, two up there, right? Warns and key is what you got. I haven't given you anything else yet. I'm not giving you nothing until I'm ready. <laughs> so I got the clicker, Chris. <laughs> I ain't giving up nothing here. <laughs> and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. He's talking to Paul, right? Uh, or Paul speaking. Uh, and God says to him, my grace is sufficient for thee. Now I want to ask you, in your times of trouble, do you really believe that? In your times of trouble, do you really believe that? Do you really stop and say, you know what, God's grace is sufficient for me? You know, if it all go away tomorrow, folks, what do you have? See, if you have Christ, you're doing okay. If you really have Christ, you're doing okay. But if it all go away tomorrow, what do you have? You see, what I'm challenging you with is, where's your confidence? Now, here's the thought. He said, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. You know, when we're at our lowest, that's when he's at his greatest. Are you with me? When we have an inability, he has all capability, doesn't he? And, and, and we come to those places in our lives. Now, here's what he said. Most gladly, therefore, I, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. What do you want in your life? Now, Brother Knickerbocker was talking about this, but we really have access to the power of God. How do you receive? How do you have the power of God in your life? It comes via prayer, reaching out to God. God knows what your needs are. If I'm trying to tap into that power, I've got to turn to Him. Now, here's the thing. Place your confidence in the Lord at all times. No matter what you're going through, place your confidence in the Lord at all times. At all times. That means when you go on vacation and you feel invincible, you're not. Don't go hang gliding if you haven't prayed about it, <laughs> right? The idea is, is don't think you're invincible. And, you know, age can cause us to do that at times, right? Youth can cause me to think I'm invincible. Nothing will ever happen to me. How many of you felt that way when you were young? Would you agree with that? That things can't, things can't happen to me because I'm young. And uh, I know a lot of things that happened to me when I was young because I was foolish. But here's the thing. What I'm challenging us with is place your confidence in the Lord at all times. No matter what you may be going through, no matter what's in your heart, what's in your mind, uh, whatever you're dealing with, whatever heartache's there, whatever trouble has come your way, whatever trial you're facing, whatever financial problem you have, whatever situation has arisen in your marriage, whatever things are going on in your home, whatever's happening between you and your family, you and your children, you and your neighbors, you have to trust in the Lord at all times. You cannot give up on God. And God does not give up on us, and we cannot turn our back on Him. 
So place your confidence in the Lord at all times. Here's what I want to break down for you. I can do. (laughs) I can do. That's confidence. How many of you think in your mind, "I I can do this? The other day, I was telling myself, I can power wash the house. So I have my power washer out. Every muscle in my back right now is killing me. I don't even feel like I want to raise my arms up. <laughs> but I was using that power washer, and Miss Fisher, I'm telling you, I kept looking at that house, and in the beginning it looked small, but as I was getting closer and closer, I thought, man, this place is huge. And my hands started feeling like this. And I said, I can do. I can do. Emily only hung in there for about a half hour, so no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> so, but the thing of it is, is that I can do. That's confidence, isn't it? But notice this, though. He said, I can do. Now, what did he say? He said, I can do... Oh, disappeared on me. Where'd it go? I can do, and here it is, all things. How many things can I do? All things. That's vision, isn't it? I can do all things. Now, think about that. That's a vision, isn't it? I can do all things. Now, I'm trying to get you to get a hold of this. I can do is confidence... All things is the vision to be able to uh, look ahead and say, I can do this. I can do all things. Brother Mike, I thought I could weld till I started welding again. And I realized I'm clueless, James. I, that thing was going... I said, hey, Chris, man, I can't get this. He goes, oh, you got to have the temperature right. you got to have this right. You know, sometimes the humidity outside. I, I was thinking Chris was going to say, hey, I'll be over in about an hour. He didn't say that. He's just telling me all this stuff. So I'm over there and I'm clicking and touching and <laughs> I was so mad I threw the thing down and forgot it was still plugged in. No. <laughs> Landed right on the metal. <laughs> hey, look, it's welding. Vision. I thought, man, I looked at that and I thought, this can't be that hard. I you know, I did it in my younger years. I'm sure I can do this. And then I realized I can't do this. You know what I didn't do? I never even prayed about it. I just went out there with all confidence. I can do this. <laughs> went out there, oh, man, oh, man. Man, I was so frustrated. I was sweating. And Edith said, are you sure you want to keep on doing this? I can do this. And the thing of it is, is that the confidence was in what? Self, isn't it? And we need to place our confidence in God. Now consider this. I can do all things. I can do is confidence, all things is vision, but notice this, and this is the most important one, folks. Dependence. Where's your dependence? Notice I can do all things through who? Christ. That's the dependency, isn't it? Can I do all things through Christ? Yes, I can. I cannot do all things by myself, but I can do all things through Christ. That's where my dependency is. So I can do is confidence, all things is vision, but I, through Christ is where I'm depending on accomplishing these things. So it's through him. Now, which, notice this, strengtheneth me. Who strengthens you? It's Christ. So where does the power come from? It comes from God. And so I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do as the confidence, all things as the vision, through Christ is our dependency, which strengtheneth me. That's where the power comes from. Now, through our confidence in Christ, we have some spiritual responsibilities one of the things that we read in the scriptures is found in Luke 22:32, And I believe this is a responsibility that we have. He said, but I have prayed for thee thy, that thy 
faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Strengthen thy brethren. We have a responsibility as saved people to strengthen others. We have a responsibility. Now, if I'm going to try to do it on my own, I'm not going to accomplish it. But if I'm going to do it through Christ, I can accomplish it. I can have confidence. I can have the vision to help somebody. And if my dependency is on God, I can count on His power to accomplish His will for His glory. And so I look at this and I say, if I'm dependent on Him. So part of this confidence comes with spiritual responsibilities. I must strengthen thy brethren. In Mark 12, 30, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Love God. <laughs> do it with all your heart. Do it with all your soul. Do it with all your mind. Do it with all your strength. That's what God commanded us to do. You cannot do that apart from God. <laughs> you have to trust Christ even to love Him the way that you're supposed to. He gave us the commandment to do so, didn't He? But notice what this says. He says that I am to love God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength. Now I want to ask you something. Are you there? Do you do that? I, I, I know I'm not. I pray that I would be there sometimes, but I'm not. And so I believe I can have enough confidence in my God to help me accomplish this, though, because he wouldn't have given it to me if it can't be done through him. And so I believe that's one of our responsibilities is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Revelation 3.2 says this, Be watchful. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. We have a responsibility to stay on watch. Stay on watch for what? For all those things that need strength. And when we look around the church and we see Christians sometimes struggling, we need to reach out to them. We don't need to kick them. We need to reach out to them. And, and strengthen the things which remain. We have a responsibility to take care of those things which God has given unto us. We need to be on watch. We need to be on guard. I have a member of the church here that shares with me often, don't look up. They don't like me to look up. If I look up, I see things. <laughs> I'm not picking on them. I'm just telling you. They tell me don't look up. You know, if I look up, Chris, you know what I see? A bulb that's out or a leaky something. Or uh, Today I found wasp. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it just... I don't know why I do, Miss Carol. I just look up sometimes. And when I see stuff, Miss Judy Sloan told me one day, she said, you know, sometimes when you're sitting up there, she said, it looks like your mind is just grinding the whole time. She said, I just see your mind engaged the whole time you're up there. She said, are you really thinking that much? I said, no, actually, I'm shut down at that moment. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I see things around me. But here's the thing. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain. Listen to this. That are ready to die. Now, Chris, when you look at your fields, sometimes you go out there and look at your fields. If you see some things are going wrong, you're going to go out to do something to strengthen that field, aren't you? You're going to either water it or you're going to uh, fertilize it. You're going to add something to it. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do to it, but you're going to try to do something to make sure your plants don't die. Would I, I mean, would you try to do something to, to cause them to keep going, right? Yeah. You're not going to let them just die. If they're ready to die, you're saying, wait a minute, I don't want that to happen. I mean, that's my income. That, that's something that I need to, to keep from dying. My wife uh, loves houseplants, and, and uh, the water that we have has the, you know, the salt treatment in it or whatever, so uh, she can't use the water in the house to water her plants. We soon found out because she and I 
were looking at the plants and I said, something's going wrong with the plants. They're all dying. <laughs> and so we realized we got to catch some rainwater or get some distilled water or some purified water to use to put in these plants because they get some nutrients in these things, you know what I mean? Because they were ready to die. Here's the thing. How many of you know someone, someone whom you love or someone you care about that is a Christian and they look like spiritually they're ready to die? Now, God told us to be watchful, didn't he? And strengthen the things which remain. They're still around, but you need to reach out to them. I believe that's a responsibility. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. (laughs) He tells us that. So we need to keep after it. So our confidence, our vision, and our strength as Christians is to have complete trust in the Lord. Exodus 13, 14 says, And it shall be when thy son asketh thee in the time to come, saying, What is this? that thou shalt say unto him, By strength of hand the Lord brought us out of Egypt from the house of bondage. You know, by the strength of the hand of the Lord, he brought us out of bondage, didn't he? His strength did that. I can do all things through Christ, which what? Strengthens me. Christ is the one that gives us the power, folks. So Christ has brought us out of bondage of sin. By the strength of his hand, we can do all things. Now, I have one more for you here. We must turn to the Lord... In confidence, we must turn to the Lord in confidence. Do I have spiritual on there somewhere? Did I get that for you? Confidence in Christ comes with spiritual responsibilities. I didn't have that up there for you. So think about this. How often do things arise in our lives and we as Christians try to handle them in our own power? What I'm telling you is is we must turn to the Lord having confidence in His ability and what I would call uh, completing us. We've got to have confidence in His abilities, not in our own. Now, our assurance is in the Lord, but we also must depend on His power. So let's talk about the power for a moment, the strength. So I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, the strength that's spoken of in this passage is uh, a power that is supernatural and, uh, and, and, and not the strength of man. Uh, in Ephesians 6.10, it says, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. The type of power that God's talking about here is a supernatural power. Now, it doesn't turn me into Superman so that I can bend steel and bounce bullets off my chest. That's not what he's talking about. But what I can do is the uh, wiles of the devil when he's throwing his darts at me, I'll have an ability to uh, swerve away from those things, move out of the way of those things. I'll have that capability, but I can do it in the strength of the Lord. Now, I believe this is a marvelous gift of God to us as believers that we can have all confidence and receive what I call, and again, the word power comes up, all power to meet our every need. Now, I'm going to give you a host of verses here, and I have them listed on here, uh, but you can look these up at, at, at some point. Let me just read these out to you rather quickly here, and uh, just think about what these say uh, to us as believers and reaching out toward the strength of God. Romans 5, 6, it says, For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And you say, what are you talking about? Well, how are we able to save ourselves? (laughs) Where would the strength come from to save ourselves? It's not there. For when we were yet without what? Strength. We didn't have any power, did we? We didn't have any power to save ourselves, yet God did in Romans 5, 6. Uh, Let me give you Psalm 20, verses 6 and 7. Now, uh, know I uh, that the Lord saveth his anointed, He will hear from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. And boy, I tell you, when I see that, where does Christ sit? On the right hand of the what? 
the saving strength of his what? Right hand. I can't think of anything else than even in the Old Testament, the references that go back to Christ. And you look at this, and it says, Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots. How many of you have been out on the highway and see people trusting in their chariots out there, huh? And you go out and you watch them. Some trust in chariots. Listen to this. And, and some in horses. So they believe the horsepower under the engine is going to keep them safe, right? And then it says, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. What are you trusting in? You see, we go out in the world day after day after day. What are you trusting in? Where is your confidence? Where does your strength come from? And, and in this case, it says chariots and horses. Uh, but God says, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalm 73, 26. My flesh and my heart faileth. I love this one. But God is the strength of my heart. Listen to it again. My flesh and my heart faileth. Now, he's not talking about the physical uh, thing pumping the blood through the body. That's not what he's talking about. But he said, my flesh and my heart faileth. But listen, but God is the strength of my heart. Where do I gain my power from when I'm at my weakest? When you read that psalm and you see this in Psalm 73, he said, uh, God is the strength of my heart. He gives me everything that I need. First Peter 5.10, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. Um, when I look at this, it's God working in me. And he says, when I've suffered a while, there's a couple of things he does for me. One, he makes me perfect. That means he completes me. He does something in my life. And then next, when you read this, he says, uh, in that same passage, he says that, make you perfect, establish. I mean, he, he, he puts you in a firm situation. He, he, he kind of gets you on the right path. He keeps you where you need to be. And then he says, strengthen. In other words, he gives me the power to do what I need to do and then settle you. In other words, I'm, I'm firm. I'm not going anywhere now because I know God is there for me. He's the one that gives me the strength to do or to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. Now, here's the thing. Revelation 12:10. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength. And the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. Strength, the power of his Christ. Strength. The power is in Christ Jesus. When you read a verse like this, it's not as simple as you think. You read it, and we always think it's just something physical, but God's talking about spiritual things here. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And so God's talking about what he gives us spiritual strength to accomplish. Now, we lose focus and start putting on our dependence back into ourselves, and then we rely on our physical strength or our knowledge of strength. And here's the thing. Uh, but without Christ, we can do what? Without Christ, we can do what? Nothing. We can't do anything. And you say, I get so much done in a day, and I never pray. I don't do anything like that. I don't spend any time with God. And if you would just see the list that I got done today, that's what I don't think it's about. I really believe it's about spiritually strengthening you to do those things that God's called us to do. 
I really believe it has to do more with spiritual. But without Christ, we can do nothing. Yet in our minds, we think that we get so much accomplished apart from him. But to what end? What does it amount to? What is it? What does it accomplish, really? Now, anything that we do out of pride or personal gain, believe me, it will do nothing for God. Anything we do out of just personal gain or pride, it'll do nothing for the Lord. And uh, listen, pride's a problem today. I mean, we could see it all around us. I mean, there's a lot of pride. Uh, and, and I'm not saying you can't say, wow, you know, I can look at my daughter and say, listen, I'm really proud of you. You did a good job with that or whatever. It's not that kind of thing, but it's a prideful spirit, isn't it? A prideful heart, a prideful mind, a prideful attitude. And so uh, when the kingdom was rent from Saul out of his hand, Samuel spoke these words. And I just want you to think about these words, what Samuel said to Saul. Now think about this for just a moment. And Samuel said unto him, The Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and hath given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou hard to take in. <laughs> and also the strength of Israel, it's capitalized in the Bible, by the way, the word strength there is capitalized in that passage. I believe it's talking back to the right hand of God. I believe he's talking about Christ, the strength of Israel, will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. The strength of Israel is the same strength that we have today. The one that took them from Egypt and out of bondage is the one that we serve. The one that parted the Red Sea, the one that tore down the walls at Jericho, the one that raised Christ from the dead. This is who we serve. And sometimes I think we forget about all of this and the power that he possesses. Listen to this beautiful book that we have here that he's written that men have tried to do away with for how many years? And yet you go to it and it's timeless, isn't it? It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't change. God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the thing of it is, there's power and there's strength in this book and there's strength in his word. And that's what God's saying to us. And I believe this has more to do with our spiritual strength than it does with any physical thing that we're trying to get accomplished. So let me share this with you. The word strength used in this passage is capitalized. It's a unique designation for God emphasizing his, and here's what it is, his eternal nature. His eternal nature. And in context, it stresses his immutability. In other words, his unchangeable personality, who God is, things that he's capable of, but God doesn't change. And you know what's so wonderful is tomorrow if I pick this book up and I turn to Philippians 4.13, what is it going to say? I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Isn't that what it's going to say tomorrow? And the next day, and the next day. And for how long? For eternity it will say this, won't it? And you see, when I look at this, this strength that God's talking about is this supernatural and unchanging power, unchanging power of God, which is made available to every believer through Christ Jesus. Now, here's what I want to challenge us with tonight. I don't know what you're going to go through this week. I have no idea. I don't even know what I'm going to go through this week or the rest of this week. But things enter into our lives, and we need the strength, the spiritual strength of God to accomplish things. And what my challenge is to you tonight, when you go home, don't rush home to turn on the TV to watch something. Maybe take a moment and just pray. Ask the Lord to help you. What is an area that you really want to be able to overcome in your life? What is maybe some sin that's present in your life and you're saying, you know, Lord, I don't want to give in to that anymore. And I don't know what it might be in your life and it's different in everybody's lives, but maybe there's just something, maybe there's just some difficulty that you're facing or you know 
There's just something just down the road on its way. And you need God's power to be able to overcome that. And so you have to tap into His strength. Now listen, what we think is when we read this, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. We think, well, if I go to Him and I tell Him about it, He's just going to take it away. (laughs) That's not true. How many of you realize that's not true? It doesn't mean because I've prayed about it and I'm asking him about it that he's just going to take it away. But what he will do is give me the confidence and the strength, the power to even endure through whatever it might be. Now, I don't know what's going to come up in your life tomorrow. And everybody thinks everything's just going to be hunky-dory tomorrow when they wake up, right? And we just don't know. And the reality is, is tomorrow you may need this verse more than you realize. And what you have to do is realize this is not just about accomplishing something physically. This is about God accomplishing you spiritually. (laughs) It's you really showing your dependence on Him, having confidence in Him, looking for His vision, His strength, His power, and your dependence on Him. And so I want to challenge you tonight. Go to the Lord with confidence and ask for His strength, especially in our times of need. Let's pray. Father, thank You.